Get ready to talk sports with Daryl. Welcome to Sports Info UM featuring Daryl Oliver. Daryl knows the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now here's Daryl. And welcome to Sports Info UM. Hey, the AAF is no longer a league. The AAF is gone. There is no more Alliance, American football. There is no more. I'm sorry. You know, a lot of people have lost some good, good paying jobs. You know, I heard they're paying like 80 grand. And hey, please. And, and anytime you can make 80 grand in America, that's pretty good good. You know, especially when you only got to work maybe 12, 14 weeks out of the season, 15, 16 weeks out of the season. That's a good gig. But how many of these guys do we think that played in the Alliance of American Football are going to be playing in the NFL? I'm not so sure. That's a good question. And that's going to be a question for a lot of us for a while now. You know, um, is, is, are we going to, that's going to be, and anytime you see a guy making a play in the NFL, they will attach his name to the, um, Alliance of American Football. Once an Alliance of American Football quarterback, Justin Thomas makes a tackle. You know, uh, we'll hear these. We'll hear these comments for a long time. Yeah. Hey, well, we got Red on the line. Red, what's going on? What's going on, Daryl? What's going on with you? Oh man, I'm, I, you know, I was up here just discussing this um, uh, Alliance of American Football it has has closed the doors and, and folded. You know, and it's yeah, man. Shame that a lot of guys. Yeah, yeah, man. I kind of look forward to all, uh, all, all the weekend. I really did. Yeah, you I know, know I did too. But that it's nasty. Spurrier, Spurrier claimed the championship too. <laughs> that sounds like something. Well, I mean, I mean, well, I mean, it, it ain't official, but I mean, they were seven and one, bro. Okay, well, we have to have a playoff. We have to have a playoff to determine the champion. I'd say he had the best record in the league when when the league folded. But I'm not going to give him a championship, man. And for one reason, I don't don't like Steve Spurrier because he coached the Gators. That's the one reason I'm not going to give him anything. But, you know, I give him credit for having the best record in the league when the league folded. I hear you, Hurricane. Calm down, okay, okay. Yeah. I hear you, man. All right, I'm sorry. I hear you, man. Let me, let me, let me get myself together, man. Right. But <laughs> the league is gone. The league is gone. Now, you know what? You know what I hear though about this league and the reason the league folded. This guy oh. named Durden or Durbin or something like that, right? He was one of the big money people behind the league, and um, what happened was he pulled his he pulled his money. Out of the, um, he pulled his money out of the league. And when he pulled his right. money out of the league, and the reason he pulled his money out of the league was because he was supposed to get all the internet gambling rights for the AFF, AAF, American Alliance. And the gambling rights never panned out. So he never saw the billions or the millions that he was going to be getting. But he put up like $250 million up front 
And um, then he pulled his money out at the last minute. Because had, what are they doing fantasy football for that shit? Excuse my language, I'm sorry. I don't know what if they have fantasy, fantasy football, football for I don't know if they have fantasy football, but there was internet gambling involved in it. You know? I know you could gamble on on on, on it. So I don't know if they had... Um, I don't know what the deal is with, the, with fantasy, but I do know they had gambling involved in it. Yeah, wow. But apparently the gambling didn't pan out, so that didn't work out for him as well as he, he had hoped it was going to work out for him. And uh, and and you know, but they had they had uh, Ar- uh, Arison. Uh, um, he he was a big big part of this league too. Bruce Aries, and uh, that's his name. Uh, the guy used to be uh, the general manager for the Colts. Yeah. Well, he was Bruce one of Aries. Money Not Bruce Arians. Yeah. Oh, my God. I almost said his name. Not Bruce Arians. That's Tampa Bay coach. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, I can't man. say his name. I know exactly who you're talking about, though. He's on ESPN all the time. Yeah, yeah. He, he was, was on ESPN for a while. His name is Bill yeah. Polian. Bill Polian. Bill Polian. That's him. Yeah, he was one yeah, of the people behind the That's right. That's Peyton Manning. That's Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. He was yeah. a big guy behind this league. But um, it just, you know. And, and I think it was kind of fun to watch on TV. Man, it, it had it, some legs, man. It had some legs. I agree. I agree. It was, it was fun to watch on TV. I don't think people were, were going to the events like they wanted them to. But I think that sometimes takes time. You know, um, yeah. I really think yeah. the Orlando team was going to come around. And, uh, and people were going to Orlando team had a game. little bit of a... They, they had a little bit of a following there, man. I mean, they were winning games. I mean, that that's, that, that's a... That's a that's a model right there. Win games, win games, just win. <laughs> win games, and Orlando's winning. Yeah, and uh, yeah. I was watching a game out in San Antonio, Texas, on television, and um, and they had a lot of people at the games, though. You know, they had a, they they probably had more people in their stadium at a game than anyone outside team. While I while I've been watching this um this AAF football, so um but. You know, and and then we saw some people that um that we hadn't seen in a while, like Michael Mike Singletary coaching um for one of the teams. You know, I think he brought a a, a glimpse of a little bit of NFL um to the league. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it'll be missed. It'll be missed. now. Now this is the deal, though. Now the XFL is coming back. And this league is going to start in the spring of, um, is it now? of next year, 2020. <laughs> yeah, I remember the XFL. So, the, the, yeah. the, the, glory, the glory year. Yeah, he hate me. You know what I mean? You know, remember that guy? Yeah. yeah. The glory, um, yeah, but, but we'll refer to it as the glory year. Because it only had league is coming back. <laughs> and Vince McMahon, you know, I probably, you know how even some of these guys love the WWF and the WWE and all of that. Hey, well, Vince McMahon is probably before some of these cats was born. He started all that WWF and WWE. Well, he's the money man behind the XFL, the league that's going to start in 2020. Now, um, I think that league is going to have a little bit more legs because – I don't think Vince, like, Vince um, I think this guy's name is Vince McMahon. Like, I don't think he wants to, yeah. wants to fail at anything. So, it's not going to surprise me when, when his league is a success. 
what's your uh, what's your uh, draft update? Hey man, well, you know um, it ain't gonna be long, man. It ain't gonna be long. We need to serve it up. We we we. It's not yeah, man. Long. Some people got <laughs> some people got uh, the young and some people got the young and uh, falling in the draft like the Cincinnati and like that. Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. Got him falling to Cincinnati I, at number six. I see that. They got the Giants. Do you really Jets, believe it or is this? No, 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 no. They got yeah. They got the Giants trading with the Jets, and the Jets, um, the Jets get uh, who was that? Let me see. Nick Bosa. They got Nick Bosa going first. Josh Allen from Kentucky off the edge going second. And the Giants, that's a trade with the Giants, and the Giants would get Dwayne Haskins at number three. And where does Murray uh, fall in? Number six to Cincinnati. Wow. That is interesting, man. I'm telling that's you, just that, a mark, you know what I mean? It's just what people think, you know what I mean? It's really just another scenario, just another angle to look at it. You know what I mean? The kid might go first. You know, all that hype, you know what I mean? The kid, he, he very well may go first. I don't think he'll ever live up to that first pick, but, I mean, be that as it may, I think the other kid is a better quarterback than him. The kid, kid out of Ohio State. Yes. Well, you know, Russell, I think he's more polished. I think he's more polished than a quarterback than him. <laughs> Russell Wilson has proved a lot of people wrong with this with this small small quarterback mentality. Now, at the same time, Russell Wilson, uh, Johnny Manziel has Russell proved Wilson. right, right, right. But hold on, hold on. Yeah. Why you don't? I don't want you to change gears so fast. Speaking of Go Russell ahead. Wilson, is he worth one hundred forty five million dollars? Heck yeah! And, and the, okay. the problem Russell Wilson is he well, hey, he don't hey, want to they, they, they Russell Wilson does not want to do the Tom Brady. Russell Wilson does not want to say, "Okay, I'll um, I'll take a pay cut for a better team." No, he's already done that. It's time for him to get paid, and uh, and he's not getting any younger either. You know, this is time for Russell Wilson to get paid, man. I don't. I, I think he deserves. One hundred forty-five. Well, it ain't no. They, they, he gave them until the fifteenth. He gave them until the fifteenth. That's the deadline. They ain't giving no contract yet. You look at all these well, other people that got their money. All these other people. Russell and Wilson. Wilson. He's worth thirty-seven million dollars a year. That's what I think he's wow. worth. Wow. Wow. If Nick Foles, lot, Nick Foles can get eighty-eight million, Russell Wilson is worth one hundred and forty million, one hundred and forty-five million. I'm telling you, okay. he, yeah, that's just how I feel about. It. And and he shouldn't, and, and and we shouldn't give him a hard time for saying, "Hey, I'm not giving y'all uh, a cut this year. I want all of mine. I want the whole pie." I want the whole pizza pie. I'm not giving away slices. I'm not giving away party slices. Nothing. I want none of that. None of that. And and you can't blame. Listen, me. listen, listen. Listen. Let me let me ask you this: What I'm thinking about? Give me your thoughts on Le'Veon Bell, man. You think he performed the way he did in Pittsburgh with the Jets? 
I mean, no. I'm sure he'll perform, but I mean, do, do you think he'll, no. you know, like, he will excel no. like that with the Jets? No. No. He won't be. Listen, listen, he won't have him, him on listen, Make no mistake no, about it now. Make no mistake about it now. Having him on their roster make, automatically makes them a better team. Offensively, anyway. All right, but I mean, is he going to do what he did in Pittsburgh? You say no? I say no way. I don't know, man. The I, reason, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in the reason being, he, the reason why he won't do that in, in Pittsburgh is because, and the reason why he won't do it in New York, got to think, you know, when we think about some of the best franchises in the NFL, we, the Pittsburgh Steelers are right up there at the top. They're in the top three okay. or four. And then when we think about some of the worst winning franchises in the NFL, the Jets are right, right there at the bottom. Yeah, but that, you can be at the that, top that, of the list. That, the, the Jets will be at yeah, the top of the list like that. of the worst teams in the NFL. And I'm saying yeah, that. But that can't seem like that. Because he's going to a team that does not have that. You know, well, just use, use, I'm going to use another example. You take a kid that comes from a family of great parents and, and, have, and have nurtured that child for his entire life and entire existence and made everything, he made sure he was disciplined and had everything he needed and wanted. Not wanted, but everything he needed. That child's going to pretty much grow up, almost pretty, you can guarantee he's going to have a decent life. But when you look at the Jets, man, they haven't nurtured that program. They really haven't. They've gotten rid of more good players than they've had. When you look back and we think about some of the great players from the Jets, we go way back to Joe Namath, man. I'm telling you. So we right. can't really right. compare these two, two franchises. And I look at Le'Veon Bell as a good athlete. Yeah, but, but every year is different and every team is different, Daryl. Every team is different. Every year is different, man. Yeah, I mean, and, 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 and these boys right here, you can't, I mean, I'm just saying, man, you can't, these young boys right here, they ain't have nothing to do with all of that stuff that, 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 that happened with the old Jets, man. He's the new Jets. I now. agree. I agree. Right. And so, thing, I mean, hey, they, hey, Red. How long they really got to pay for that? I want you to hold on because we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we get back, I want to talk to you a little bit more about this Jet franchise. And not only is they, are, they, are they not nurturing the program, the team, they got a new coach this year. Come on. This is not, he's not going to do better this year than he did last year. Hey, guys, we'll be right back with more of Red and the NFL. <laughs> we'll talk a little bit more about what's going on over there in Green Bay. McCarthy getting a massage instead of coming in there taking care of business at the meeting. We'll be right back after these messages. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. 
Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you checked out Teen Wealth Radio? It's a show for teens, their parents, and educators. Hosted by Brandy England. Along with regular weekly contributors, Teen Wealth Radio will cover the topics that teens need to talk about. Plus, we discuss a book of the week and a movie of the week. And each show will offer a challenge to our teen listeners that they can share on our private Facebook group page. Be sure to tune in to Teen Wealth Radio. Live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver. Call him today at 866-472-5788. That's 866-472-5788. Or send an email to sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Hey, welcome back to Sports Info UM. Hey, we still got Red on the line. And, you know, Red was, we was just talking about the NFL and these quarterbacks, Russell Wilson, and he worth $145 million. Heck yeah, Russell Wilson is worth $145 million. He is the face, he's the face of the Seattle Seahawks. Has never done anything except marry a superstar, a model, a rapper, a singer, and she's beautiful. Man, the dude has done everything, man. He's done everything right. So, no, he deserves that answer. I'm telling you. Uh, tell me different, Red. Is there anything like I'm not going to disagree. I mean, I'm just saying they haven't put the money on the table for the guy yet. You know? That's the that's reason I asked. Yeah, I will. That's the reason I asked, We'll see. We'll... We'll talk this time next week, and, and uh, we'll talk about this again because, like I said, they got he gave them a deadline of the fifteenth to uh, you know negotiate or whatever they was going to do. Well, I, I really Are think they he, he to knows part ways with Russell Wilson. I don't think so. Could you ever imagine that? Could you imagine that? Uh, could you could you see <laughs> Russell Wilson? Holding out. Stranger, this is the NFL, man. Week. Stranger things have happened. Joe Montana got traded, bro. So, yeah, I can I can see it. Yeah. I Russell Wilson. Yeah. And Antonio Brown? I see that. Hey, Russell you, Wilson? Did you see that coming? Did you, who saw that coming? Who saw OBJ well, getting traded? Who saw that coming? Who saw that coming? I didn't see that one else getting traded. But yeah, the way Antonio Brown was acting, he didn't want to be there. So you know, someone don't yeah, want well, to be there. Sometimes they don't you take all of that. Go. Sometimes they don't. They don't take all of that. Sometimes you know. Well, you know that's yeah, obvious behavior. Told him that. You, he was letting it be known that he wanted out of there. You know. And that's why they Odell had to let him go. Odell Beckham yeah, wasn't doing that. Odell Beckham wasn't doing that. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> I, I, no one could have told that. me that. It ain't always going to be Eli Manning would still be there, and Odell Beckham would be gone. I didn't. I didn't see that. Yeah, it ain't always going to be obvious that, that that something like that is about to happen, but stuff like this leads to it. You know what I mean? He's standing around waiting on his money while everybody else has got theirs. And you, would you understand his frustration if, uh, you know, if that didn't happen for him? I would truly understand his frustration. 
Exactly. I, really I mean, the first thing they do is franchise them. They probably franchise them, franchise tag them, and uh, they'll be all they'll do it all over again next year. Well, I don't have a problem with them franchising Russell Wilson because that means he's gonna make the thirty-seven. I think it's like thirty-seven point one million dollars. They'd have to pay him. For yeah, what is it? You know, and I, I, he wouldn't mind that, you know, for one year. Yeah. But everybody wants the contract, man. They they want some security. They want some longevity. And they want to know that they can get some of that guaranteed money up front. And, uh, and, and like I said, if Nick Foles can get an $88 million contract and $65 million up front, God, got? I really think Damn. Wilson is worth $145 million and 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 get and give Russell eighty million up, please. That's how I feel it. Well, is the Jags gonna get all the running backs? What are we gonna do, with my all the running backs? Not, no, no, uh, I'm, uh, huh? Leonard Fournette. What are they gonna do with Leonard Fournette? He ain't going nowhere. Well. He ain't going nowhere. He gonna be the bell cow. If, if they can take all that beat, energy, you know he can't take all of that beat. You know, they got to narrow some of that down. Last year, they got to narrow some of that down for him during the season and have him fresh for the playoffs if they're going to do that. You know what I mean? That's how that's yeah, supposed to go. Yeah, they have point. to limit his carries. Yeah. yeah. And I think yeah. last year the Jaguars had less of their quarterback than any team in the NFL. They didn't, they didn't ask their quarterback to do a lot. And I'm going to tell you, if, if anybody wants to do the right, they didn't do nothing but hand off. That's all they do. And throw it in the flat. That's it. Yeah, they were playing yep. Pittsburgh, yep. man. They were running it down their throat, too. Well, Nick Foles should have a, have a, have a blast in Jacksonville because they don't have to do tell you what the play action. play action is going to be wide open for him. Y'all got, a, y'all got your quarterback now. Yeah, I said, y'all. Yeah. We'll see y'all in the preseason. Got some for y'all. Got some for y'all. Hey, chill, and, and before we let you get out of here, man, we're talking about these quarterbacks and, con- and contracts. Are there any headline? Are there any news on the James Winston contract? Uh, no. I think he's getting twenty million this year. You know, and this and is the last year on the contract. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll and, see and how this goes, man. New coach, new coach, new coordinator, Byron Leftwich, you know. Yeah, well, I, I honestly think uh, Jameis Winston is another cat that's playing last year of his contract, $20 million, and the league is really, really shorting him. I mean, because he's probably going to be the, 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 the lowest-paid starting quarterback in the league this year. And I'm talking about any, yeah. especially a quarterback that has played as many, started as many games, as he has, he'll be the yeah. Average quarterback paid. makes twenty five million, man. He's getting twenty. So yeah, there you go. You know what I'm saying? But when we, that's the average quarterback, you know, because there's average a bunch of jokers out there making twenty five million. So yeah, yep. Hey, hey man, know, man. We'll we'll we here every Monday talking about the NFL, NBA, AAF, everything. Thanks for oh, having me. And check this out, man. Watch the fight this weekend, man. Watch that fight that's coming up this weekend. We can talk about that, too. Who's the fight? Uh, Earl Spence uh, supposed to be fighting. Not Earl Spence. Uh, uh, Terrence Crawford. 
Okay. Terrence okay. Crawford. Yeah. All right. If you can catch that, I'll, I'll hook you up with uh, something. We'll I watch it. it. Yeah. Yeah, no you doubt. Got it. Yep, no doubt. Thanks for calling, man. Don't be a stranger. We're here every Monday night talking sports on Sports Center. You are at WatchAmerica.com. Appreciate it. Later, Daryl. Later, Josh. Yep. All right. Hey, that was Red on giving us a call, letting us know what's going on on his world of sports. Uh, he's a big Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, always have been, and a Jameis Winston lover. I mean, he loved that guy, Jameis Winston. And I really think Jameis Winston is going to have a breakout year this year. I think Jameis Winston, I think I heard he got married in the offseason, married recently. And um, he's going to turn a new leaf. And, you know, especially when you start playing for your money, for your livelihood, it's time for you to make a difference. And I think this is a difference-making year for Jameis. And uh, we expect a lot of big things, you know. Come on, man. You got to make that money. It's time to make that money. Yeah, so. And $20 million is at the bottom scale. Like I said, the average salary uh, for an NFL quarterback is $25 million. And here he is making $20 million. Um, not not a good look for him when we think when we always and Nick Foles is going to always jump up to the to the top of the list when we think about those eighty eight million that the Jaguars just gave him and James Winston is still trying to get his act together after all of the turmoil he's been through. But hey, get yourself together, James. You know um, the story with Kyler Murray is um, is a little interesting. And um, are we hearing these kind of stories by Kyler Murray going, dropping as low as maybe six or seven in the first round? Are we hearing these stories um, from maybe the Cardinals so they don't have to answer so many questions about him? Or, or is really this kid Bosa out of Ohio State who did not play in the bowl game because he didn't play pretty much the whole season last year after he got hurt? because he said he was getting ready for the NFL draft. Is this kid worthy of the number one spot? I don't know. I don't know. I just, I I don't know. I I can't see him being the number one player in this year's draft. I I don't know. I'll I'll see it when I believe it. But, and at the same time, we, we, you know, we question this kid, Kyler Murray's, um, his height. Some say he's 5'10". We've heard his low as 5'8". Um, is he big enough? Is he strong enough? Is he fast enough? Um, I don't know. It's, it's a yet to be seen. But what we talked about earlier about that quarterback situation, Russell Wilson, has all he's already closed that door about the quarterbacks that are too short. Uh, that's a myth that we can put, put to the side. At the same time, we really can't put it to the side because Johnny Manziel, the Heisman Trophy winner, never panned out in any football league he's been in. Whether it was been in the whether it was the NFL, whether it was the Canadian Football, whether it was the AAF uh, Alliance of American Football, he has not panned out in any of those in any of those um, leagues. So hey. Um, maybe there's still a little bit of a question about the uh, about the about the small quarterback or the or the high challenge quarterback. But at the same time, you know, Johnny Mazzell, he came out of college. He was a rich man. He was a sport kid. He got married. 
for a year. He's already divorced. Come on, man. This dude was, he, he was uh, um, entitled young man for a long time. But he was a good college football player. Let's don't take anything away from him. However, when we start talking about this NFL thing, this is a whole nother animal. And it's not, we're not sure who's going to make it and not make it in the NFL. From from day to day, from week to week, guys get cut, and um, teams make it clear that no one is indispensable. And um, but maybe Russell Wilson, I'm not sure. But um, you know, we we're, we're talking about um, the NCAA tournament last week, and wow, what a surprise! Texas Tech is playing for the national championship. Wow. Auburn didn't make it on a very controversial call. Wow. So we're going to see Virginia and Texas Tech playing for the national championship in the NCAA basketball. Wow. We don't have any of the big names. We don't have none of the big dogs out here. There is no, there is no Duke, no North Carolina, no Arizona. Come on, we got Texas Tech and Virginia. And if I'm not mistaken, I think this is both of these teams' first time ever playing for the NCAA championship. So congratulations to both of these teams. And, um, and hey, we'll, it'll be interesting to see how, how this all works out. You know, um, I think Virginia is favorite, but when you have two teams like this that have never been to the, to the NCAA um tournament, who knows how this is going to work out and who knows um, what's going to go down with this. So um, good luck to both of these teams and it's going to be interesting to see how um, how it all works out. It, it, it really, really will. You know, but um, when we look at this end of in the, the NBA, now that is a whole nother animal. You know, we're the, the Miami Heat and Dwayne Wade look like they might not make the playoffs. Uh, look like the Orlando Magic is going to make the playoffs. So can you imagine this year's NBA playoffs will be without Dwayne Wade and LeBron James? This is going to be something interesting to see. And we will see some of these new millennials take the court and see what they're going to be able to do because you know this is this is no longer uh, LeBron James um, league anymore. Because hey, he ain't even in the playoffs, man. But him not being in the playoffs is one thing. His compadre Dwayne Wade not being in the playoffs is another thing. But how many years will the NBA be able to sustain LeBron, LeBron James? not being in the NBA. Now, that's going to be a big question. And that's going to be a question for all of us is what's, ha- what's going to happen next year if he's not in the playoffs? And what's going to happen to you after that if he's not in the playoffs? Man, LeBron James is going to be around, kicking around 40 years old pretty soon. And if he can't make the playoffs next year and the year after, we may never, ever see him in the playoffs again. And the way these young cats are playing now, this dude Giannis and uh, 
Uh, Mr. Tupo out of Milwaukee with the best record in the league this year. And now we see um, Kevin Durant and, and um, Steph Curry in, in Golden State. We may never, ever see LeBron in the playoffs again. Now, that's going to be interesting. And, and one more thing. You know, we've been talking about Dwayne Wade is going to retire or Dwayne Wade is retiring at the end of the season. You know, I believe he may retire at the end of the season. But the guy is playing so well still, it makes you wonder. Is he really ready to retire? Does he need to retire? Hey, I'm sure he, you know, I'm, I'm sure Dwayne Wade is not hurt for one penny of money. But what I understand is old Lady Gabrielle Union is super rich. So uh, I don't think he has anything to worry about with money. Uh, but does he still have that desire to play? Is that going to still be itching him to get on the court and do his thing? I'm not so sure. I, I'm, I, you know, I, I can really see um, Dirk Nowinski, uh, Nowinski, I can see him retiring because he really looks like he's lumbering up the court when he's on the court. I mean, really, from time to time, it looks like Dirk is in a struggle when he's going up and down the court. I don't see that when I see um Dwayne Wade playing for the Miami Heat. I really see him as as athletic as he was three or four years ago and is still scoring on some of the young cats like he did three or four years ago. So I, I, it wouldn't surprise me if um, if Dwayne Wade is, 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 is come, he comes back next year and plays for the Miami Heat. Well, uh, speaking of Dwayne Wade, I'm, I'm going to share this little story before we go to commercial break. Dwayne Wade was, um, I think they were playing in Milwaukee over the weekend, and Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade's 11-year-old son was at a um, gay pride parade in Miami or Miami Beach. So this is, and Dwayne Wade was saying that he supports his son and he supports uh, all people. And hey, I'm with you, Dwayne Wade. I support all people too, no matter what your race, your color, um, where you're from. I support all people. Hey, let's love everybody. We'll be right back after these messages with more sports info. You will. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Get ready for the Get Down with Hurley Brown. Want to get inside the minds of the players and coaches? We talk everything sports, but with a focus on the NFL, NBA, and college sports. We'll review and preview this week's big games. We'll talk about the draft choices and free agents and go inside the teams for news, recruiting, and what's next from the colleges to the pro teams. It's the Get Down with Hurley Brown, Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific, on Voice America Variety. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 
888-346-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver. Call him today at 866 472 5788. That's 866 472 5788. Or send an email to sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. You know, we were just talking about um, LeBron James possibly and not ever going to the playoffs again. I know it's probably really, really hard for some of us to imagine that LeBron James will never go to the playoffs again. Well, let's just think. This team had a worse record this year than they did last year without LeBron James. When they didn't have LeBron James, they had a better record than they do this year with LeBron James. Um, What makes us think that this team is going to be better next year than they are this year. I don't see it happening. Um, so if, if they're not better than they are this year, and you've got to know that the Western, Western Division is only getting better. The Clippers are, are, are getting better. Um, go to State, they're not going to get any worse than they are right now. I think they're going to be a better team. Um, so it's just, it's just a, lot of, a lot of teams out West. That are that are good, that are con- going to continue to be good, and I don't see, I don't see, um, I just don't really see the Lakers being better, you know. And even if they go out and get the best player in free agency, Anthony Davis, who's to say that he's going to make them a better team? Uh, and LeBron James is not getting any younger. I mean, he's he's a great. Uh, he's, he's a great player and, and a great uh, ambassador for the game, but he's not getting any younger. And and because he he is who he is, we put a lot of put a lot of um, stake on him. You know, not put a we put a lot of faith in him that he's going to come through, and um, you know, he's going to take whoever he's with to the promised land because he's did it before. You know, he took Cleveland. The Cleveland Cavaliers, one of the worst teams ever. Come on. He took them to the championship team, left, went to Miami, won a championship, went to Cleveland, went back to Cleveland, won another championship. Come on. This guy has done some things. But have we seen the best of LeBron James and what we do see of LeBron James? I think we might be seeing the end of him. You know, because hey, this this cat is has been a great everything, but he just doesn't have enough talent around him. And I just don't be, I just don't see the Lakers sprouting up a great team, say in the next next year or two years. 
I just don't see that. You know, I, I don't. I don't see the Lakers spotting up a good team in the next two or um, or three years. But hey, this week is the Masters. This week, Tiger Woods will be performing. What will he do though? Will Warren McIlroy steal the show? Will um, Justin Thomas steal the show? Will um, Dustin Johnson steal the show? Or will Tiger Woods have everybody, everybody in, in at the Masters in Georgia walking behind him to see what he's going to do? Well, we know it's probably going to be that way on Thursday, but how will it be for Tiger Woods on Saturday? How will it be for him? Will he be in contention? On, in, on Saturday afternoon? Or will most golf fans have their television turned off or not paying attention to it because Tiger Woods is not a big part of it? You know, I heard, I heard a guy say uh, today on a, on a sports radio show that um, Tiger Woods has ruined the way we watch golf because the cameras only follow him. And we never really see what other people are doing. And I'd probably bear the difference because I really think without Tiger Woods being and bringing so much publicity to the game, I don't think any of us would be watching golf the way we watch it. I don't think, any, I don't think golf as a spectator sport would be what it is if Tiger Woods had not um, come into golf when he came into golf. So I, 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 I would disagree with that. And I also say I think Tiger has a shot at um, – I, I think he has a shot at it this year, this week. And come on, I'm a Tiger Woods fan, and I think he got a shot. I'm pulling for him every time he touches the um, – you know, every time he touches the um, – of course, I'm pulling for him. So I really, um, I really think that um, – Tiger has a shot. But Brian Flores, you know, who is Brian Flores? Um, that's the Miami Dolphins' new head coach. A brother that's, that was a defense coordinator for the New England Patriots. Now, Bill Belichick was a defensive specialist and a defense coordinator. Now, we look at Bill Belichick and we think that he's turned into some offensive guru, but he was once a defensive specialist. So, Brian Flores, I really, really, really think we're going to see a different team in Miami. The question will be, who will we see at quarterback for the Miami Dolphins? Will it be Tannehill? Will it be someone else? Um, I guess, the, and, and some of us have to be saying, hey, I guess that experiment with Tannehill is over, finally. Uh, a wide receiver from Texas A&M that played more wide receiver than he did quarterback. He's a starting quarterback in the NFL. And, oh, man, some people say anybody could be a quarterback in the NFL. But um, Tannehill was a, was a formidable quarterback at one point. And he, he had some glimpses, glimpses of, really, of being a really good quarterback from time to time. But I think uh, Flores is going to go in a different direction. And uh, I really think that the Dolphins are going to be competitive. You know, the New England Patriots are in that same division. Will this give the, the Dolphins an advantage uh, playing against um, playing against the Patriots, um, Flores' old team? 
I'm not so sure. But I can say, I will say, I think the Dolphins will be a much better team uh, next year than they were um, this year. It, it, it's not even going to be a question. I think they're going to be a good team. Yeah. You know, um, we, were, we were talking about that, uh, about the Aaron Rodgers thing earlier. Um, and, you know, Aaron Rodgers has has some stories come up about him, about him not being a very good teammate. You know, um, I just, you know, it's hard to imagine being on a team and not, and a quarterback not being a good teammate. If there's ever a good teammate, there that that guy has to be the guy, the quarterback. You know, I mean, I, every quarterback I ever had, I was able to hang out with him and have lunch with him or chit-chat or get a ride from him or, uh, or just be cordial with him. It was never a cold shoulder or never a time that I felt like um, I couldn't communicate with my quarterback in any, in any whether it be in the huddle or, or at a bar or at a rat scale or at the dormitory. Um, it was just, I, I think if you can't communicate with your team, you're not going to get the maximum effort from your teammates. And, uh, and when, we, when, I, when teammates think that you are uh, a little bit above them or not, a part of them. Uh, sometimes that can rub rub teammates in the wrong way. When I was in college, the entire time I was in college, I can honestly think of only only two guys, no, three guys, three guys from my entire career in college that were members of a fraternity. Only three guys of all the teammates I ever had in college. And I think that the the reason that was is because guys thought that teammates that were involved in fraternities were not a part of us. Like you think that being a part of that is as important or more important than being a part of us. Now, now that I look back on it, I don't think that way. But back in the day, that's how guys thought. And that's how teammates, teams were back then. You, you had to be a part of us. We, this is us, and that is them. And that's how it was on campus when I was in college. And, um, and when I talked to some other people that went to different colleges around the nation, that's how it was. You know, Terrell Owens, <laughs> some of us watch this show, um, uh, Storage Wars or whatever way these guys go in and buy storages and they tell these lies about how they get rich from finding stuff in the storage lockers and they sell them and they go and find out how much these diamond rings are worth or how much these old coins are worth or or how much this dinosaur bone is worth or whatever. Well, there's a story out now that one of the greatest receivers in American football history who recently was inducted into the NFL Hall of Fame, Terrell Owens, did not pay his storage bill. And his storage locker went up for auction. And you should see some of these, um, some of this paraphernalia from Terrell Owens. Personal stash. I mean, you're talking about uh, San Francisco uh, helmet, uh, brand new Nike shoes in the, in the, in the box. Um, name tags from his locker with the Philadelphia Eagles, 
Um, the things from when he played with the Dallas Cowboys, um, shoulder pads. I mean, it's all kind of stuff. So someone has hit, hit a hit somewhat of a jackpot. You know, it's not Jerry Rice locker, but you know, I'm sure you know Jerry Rice never had financial problems. Not not that we know of. But it's been publicly known that Terrell has had some financial problems. And to see him lose a storage locker, um, it really solidifies that, that story a little bit more that he does have some financial problems. Because, oh, man, come on. And I got, a, I, got, um, I got a helmet now that I've had for over 30 years. Now, and, and, I, and I wish I had my shoulder pads from college or NFL. So I, I just don't understand how, how this has happened to someone like Terrell. No, hold on. Let me rewind that. I do understand how this has happened um, because a wise man told me years and years and years ago, the only way you'll have something is live like you ain't got nothing. So when you start living like you got something and, you, and everybody else know you got something, you're not going to have something for long. So that's what happened to Terrell. You know, when you spend more than you make, or you have to put up, put out more than you make, it's a possibility that uh, making may not always be a part of your uh, vocabulary. You know, but um, good luck, Terrell, and uh, let's get this thing together, man. I really, I really hate seeing people um, go out on situations like this where where they they actually you know lose their stuff and you lose their money and and when you start losing your stuff that's that's just as bad as um as losing your money because some you, you may be able to make the money back but the question is some of that stuff that we've lost or he's lost um he'll never ever um get it back like that san francisco Autograph helmet that um, that's gone. It's gone not for now. It's it's gone forever. You know, somebody and, and you never know. Someone may sell it back to him, but it was yours from the onset. You know, you didn't have to put yourself out there like that, T.O. Um, hey, it's been another good week. Whole lot going on in the world of sports. And hey, we'll be back next week. With a little bit more sports and. Um, Hopefully we'll be talking about Tiger Woods doing his thing, you know, in the Masters. And hopefully we'll be talking about, uh, we'll definitely will know who the new NCAA Men's Basketball Championship is. And um, congratulations to Baylor women for winning the NCAA Women's Basketball over Notre Dame. So congratulations to the Baylor women. And um, let's, let's, let's hope for a nice Good game this week coming up um, tomorrow on Tuesday with um, with with um, Virginia and Texas Tech. And hey, we'll be back next week, guys, with more sports information and more sports stories from around the world. We'll see you next week with more sports information. Peace. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver will be back again next Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then.
Thanks again.